Jared Leto cast as Morbius, possibly not yet confirmed. We'll see. We'll dive in. Also, a reaffirmation that John Krasinski will be involved in the potential Quiet Place sequel. And we got a new awesome poster for Glass, thanks to M. Night Shyamalan, with a little tease of something coming along with San Diego Comic-Con as well. All this, plus some trailers... Let's get into it, everybody. It's horror movie news. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Timothy, Timothy. That was very dramatic. I liked it. Oh, there he is. Don't you play yeah. movies? Timothy. The movies don't play. You're excited movies today. Excited. Yeah. Very excited today. Lights. Well, we already got camera, and now it's action. <sighs> Hey. It's July. Yes, I know tempo. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Horror Movie News. This is episode 34. Woo! Yes, 34. Um, yes, and we are coming to you live from from this room. This is an awesome studio. <laughs> this is not Marvel yeah. Movie News. Yes, oh, <laughs> But yes, welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I am your host, Anthony Becerra, and to my left, I have, as usual, Hey, how's it going? Carrie Lane here, and I am with you live in the chat, so if you're watching live, join us. Watching later, no problem. Comment down below. Is there people? Yes! Hey, hello all What's people! What's up, people? Hello all people, hello. Alright, Molly? Hi, I'm Molly. <laughs> hello! Ollie Ollie. Oh, nice like nice to meet you. <laughs> he's doing a sh- he's doing so share formal. thing? <laughs> My share thing? No, like a seal, Ollie. you're just I'm like, just I'm Ollie. Ollie. I'm just Ollie. <laughs> I'm right? I, I, I do that like, for right. some stuff. I'm like, I'm Carrie. Okay. We don't need to have to, we don't have to do my. I'm Tony Balloon. You're Tony. I'm Tony. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it uh, real quick. Some crypt keeping. Pretty much, uh, where to find this on YouTube.com/slash Popcorn Talk Network on on their page on the YouTube page, as well as on uh, to contact us as a group and also follow us. Uh, we ha- we're on Horror News PTN on Twitter only, and as well as uh, PopcornTalkNetwork.com our website. And last but not least, we have we are on wherever you. Find find your podcast uh hopefully for the most part um definitely on itunes and you just look up uh horror movie news uh look at the avatar behind us the little thumbnail and that's us pretty much and you click on that you subscribe give us five stars because all the other stars just don't work i hear you get you get cursed like people have died you do not want to get cursed don't mess with that is it in seven days though that's that's what happens oh well, because it's less than five stars, so you get cursed in less than five days. <laughs> yeah, you get cursed for <laughs> one star. So you're, you're done one day, pretty much. Oh, yeah, so yeah. that's that's so the you rules. have to do the five. Stars. You have to do the five stars. Yeah, okay. like gotcha. a work week. It's <laughs> yeah. good. Um, so let's get into it. So uh, we're going to kick things off with our special segment, the Abyss. Uh, pretty much films that we've been watching this past week or so. Um, I I saw one. <laughs> um, have, have, did you guys catch yeah, anything this this week? I actually, did. Hey, look at that! Did you carry the movies? No. Oh, what did I see? I'm like, Excluded. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> well, it's like uh, it's Anime Expo this coming weekend and Comic Con in like yes. two weeks. So I'm like. <gasps> Any a lot more, of prep any stuff. Any horror anime you've, been, you, you, you've seen um, out there? I have. Well, I have. There you go. I guess that. Uh, I was, I'm was. i like combined with my Crypt Abyss because it's one of those like I recommend it and I've been watching it. Double um, Is uh, continuing on with Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. Okay. So good. Right. Uh, they are premiering season three at Anime Expo. So if you're going, I don't know how much they're showing of it, but they're showing some of that on Sunday, which is pretty cool. Uh, right now I'm on season two, episode nine, and it's kind of cool because I've been reading the manga and then watch it. 
And I love both of them together because it's one of those, you're reading it, so I kind of know what's coming next, but how they animate it is so brilliantly mm-hmm. gory and beautiful because it's so disgusting and it's... Ah, if you haven't watched Attack on Titan, you should watch it. How those Titans move. How they it's, move is so freaky. It's freaky. <laughs> they do such a good job. Oliver? Oh, well, when, when I didn't wasn't here last week, I apologize. Oh, that's right. I got to catch, for the first time, like, actually watching it from start to finish, um, The Devil's Rejects. I actually finally ah. watched it from start to finish. I know I'm Had late. you stopped other no, times? Whenever I tried watching it, it was either, like, the beginning or I'd, I'd change oh, okay. the channel because mm-hmm. I never mm-hmm. had a DVD. Are you, like, hiding Is here? he scared? What's going on? What are you doing? I don't know. I hate Rob Zombie films. <laughs> I despise them. I'll shit on all of them and burn them. I totally kind of liked House of a Thousand I hate Corpses. All of them. I didn't the like that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Devil's Rejects is weird because you're like, why should I care about the bad people? Absolutely. Like, I, I honestly, I didn't like it, but I have a new respect for it because mm-hmm. it was interesting because mm-hmm. obviously, like, I know it's kind of like torture porn, you know? That's how I... Oh, that's, yeah. That's why I don't like Rob Super Zombie's torture films, porn personally. Yep. But I felt like he did a good job of actually you actually making you kind of, like, feel bad for them at one point. Like, actually Yeah, you get, have a second, and then you're like, why? You no! Actually, yeah, you actually get on their side. But, yep. like, throughout the beginning of the film, you're just like, I hate these people, and I want yep. them to die. And, um, yeah, it was really interesting to watch for the first time, finally. Yeah, from start to finish. But I hear that they're actually also going to be making a third installment. The only thing I would say is I learned from House of a Thousand Corpses and other horror movies, never talk to, like, the first people you see. Get to a normal town first. Because I'm like, don't flag down the random car. (laughs) Like, no, no, no. Yes, thank you. It should be like, get to a normal town. And even there, it's like, mm. But anyway. But I, I will say... Last thought, I have, I saw the good in that film. Okay, Despite good for all you. the bad and torture porn <laughs> and just kind of yeah. like gritty, bloody, um, yeah. Uh, well, Wellington in the chat wants to know, explain the hate. So can you explain? He didn't say specifically you, Tony, but curious on what um, I I, tr- I watched House of a Thousand Corpses and uh, I just... I didn't like any of it. I, I get that he, he does a lot of homages to uh, uh, classic horror films and all mm-hmm. that, which is just cool and fine. But it's 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 not my cup of tea at all. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's. Do you know if there's anything specific that you're like? Yeah, his style, his visual okay, just, style is okay. not, it's 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 trash to me. It's cool. just not, not dark. N- yeah. No, no, not even no dark. Color. It's just it's just. Um, you don't dig it. I just don't dig it at yeah. all. I mean, I saw one film and I was just like, no. And I, I just think personally he's a hack. Yeah. Um, well, Media Shock in the chat agrees with you. Media Shock says, I'm the same with Rob Zombie. It really doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's... it's it's uh, it For me, it, it doesn't carry any substance. Um, I've seen enough to be like, I don't... I, for sure, don't like him. It's uh, he's also like one of those that I, I, I also like lump together with uh, a little bit with Eli Roth uh, yeah. a bit too because his his like his Eli work Roth. is 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 questionable a lot. Like usually, it's it's mm. it's, it's been more misses and hits for me. I liked Cabin Fever yeah. and I liked Hostel, and then also Eli Roth is rather dreamy. Just saying. <laughs> and, but he looks. Here's the weird his thing though. Fine. He, He's a little I'm a little fine, biased. Like, I've also met him. Twice and um, have photos with him, but no, I. But he's that kind of attractive, and he looks kind of like a jerk and mm-hmm. like the bad guy. But that's kind of why you're like, but that's still kind of. Oh my goodness! Right? <laughs> I know. I'm not alone here. There must be some other m- ladies and gentlemen Steve out there with the who are like, finger. hey, hold it. <laughs> but anyway, 
<laughs> but <laughs> like, I know what you God. mean. Some of his films, I'm like, eh. They're like, just so embarrassing. Dude, House of a Thousand Corpses, I was with Trump. Back to Rob watching. Zombie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, it was so unbearable for me. Anything it was just, like, I was like, I was like, I was clawing at myself because of how much I disliked And they just everything. never have like a good ending. Or an yeah, end, they're an hard ending, because an of ending that. that you're satisfied with. True. I think. Look, re- recommend a Rob Zombie movie for me, to me and I'll watch it. I'll, I'll watch it um, <coughs> and then I'll destroy yeah. it. And then <laughs> you're like, I'll tell you why it sucks. I mean, it's a, it's all opinions, dude. Like mm-hmm. that's literally all it comes down to. And like he he does not tickle my pickle in whatever way, <laughs> in any way. Yeah. Well, movies are like moving like paintings, and if you you cannot like a work of art, yeah. and then films are work of art. It just could be not your style. There's paintings that make yeah. me want to puke. And yes. Then eat that puke. And uh, burn the. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shots fired. Okay, you know we're gonna call you out if you say it. Derek Hogan, the tra- uh, chat says clearly Anthony's taste is trash. Oh. Oh. Shots fired, man. Hey, man. Come on Another now. man's trash. Yes. Yeah, you know, like, it I, tastes hey, like treasure to me. Y'all can have different opinions. It's all right. No toxic fandoms allowed in the horror Someone genre. takes his per- <laughs> taste in film a little too personal. Right? Maybe that too. And if you yeah, like if you Rob Zombie, away, please let us know. Like, if, comment what you like about his If films. you take ownership over something a little too much, anyone can take it away and it will affect you on a personal level. Mm. So like you know, it's not it's not nothing personal. I honestly don't care about Rob Zombie. To, Media Shock says to start a battle war. My bad. <laughs> <I'll take Yeah. laughs> I don't really give a damn. Well, Media Shock says prefer Eli Roth, although that is borderline with me. Not my go-to name. Uh, I don't know if this is a film, but Wellington says thirty-one. I don't know. I think that's uh, the 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 new one that's, that he's making. Okay, so that he's, he, they recommended making, yeah. that one. He also had that one, Lords of Salem, which uh, mm. I was not interested in at yeah. all either. I mean, I'll I'll check. Uh, whatever, Derek Hogan, recommend a movie for me, and I'll watch it, and then I'll explain to you why I don't like it in the following episode, if you like. Yeah. Because that's that, what that I like to your, do. That your video, or video, your movie for the week. Sure, right? why not? But yeah, so uh, this, I did see, I did see a movie, The Abyss. Uh, yes. Back to The Abyss. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so real quick, so The Domestics is a movie I saw, which is the movie that dropped. Yeah, yeah. you were talking about um, that Yeah, it's new, it was written, directed by Mike P. Nelson. Uh, synopsis is, in an attempt to save their marriage, a couple must travel across the apocalyptic and gang-filled Americas to reach the home of the wives' parents. Stars Tyler Hoechlin, which I believe is, uh, he he was in uh, Supergirl, playing Superman. Hmm. And also Kate Bosworth. She's been around for a while now. Yeah, she's seen her around. She can be really good. Depends on the movie. Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, I love her, what film she's in. Other times it's like, "Mm." Yeah. Um, So overall thoughts on this film for me, personally, it was okay. Okay. (laughs) It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It was just... It was yeah, it was okay overall. Mm-hmm. It, I didn't really, it, I didn't really dig it to be honest with you. Why does um, this movie sound familiar? <laughs> we talked we about it last about the trailer week. Last week. Oh, oh wait, you weren't here. Right Damn, my okay. bad. Yeah. Uh, I so forgot. it's just because the trailer looks like it has promise. Is right. most of the good stuff kind of in the trailer? I, I guess. Um, okay. It's just it, 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 it just it just all right. Let me get let me get into why. Okay. okay. So there's definitely a need for more character development. Um, okay. Yeah. So. And then at times, like, the characters came up so dumb. Like, mm. I'm just like... <laughs> Nothing worse than dumb characters. Yeah, and, and it's not even, like, it's, like, laughably dumb. It's just, like, like some of the reaction shots from Tyler Hoechlin, where it's supposed to be, like, really serious, and he's just, like... Oh. Like, it's just oh, so no. bad. Like, some of the acting is pretty bad, too. Like, okay. Um, uh, yeah, the film kind of feels like a, a mash of poorly written drama between sequences of action and violence, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> um 
And um, the acting overall was okay, but that's like being generous. <laughs> Is the world building, like the dystopian future, cool at all? The dystopian, I guess that'd be probably like the saving grace because okay. like the whole, the cool like factions that yeah. they have. But even then, that's a little muddled. You know, mm. it's all very just like it's kind of like <laughs> they just smashed things stew. together. It's a stew. They threw everything yeah. in. Yeah. Okay. And it's not. There's no like anything that connects the stew in uh, a sense. You know, there's no yeah. like through line. Um, there was this really cool, like, the, the truck plowing through a car barricade that was, like, super practical, and you can see, and, like, the cars fly everywhere, and I was like, whoa, that was cool, and then that was really all I thought, mm. and then, um, I rented it on Amazon for $7, and it was not worth the $7, Damn. dude. It's a lot to rent <laughs> online nowadays. Yeah. I want, like, my $2, $3 rentals. I, I even had to, like, to put in perspective, like, rate this thing, so I gave out of five stars, I guess, or five skulls. To give it a two? Two and a half. Okay. And that's being yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, it's just it just didn't feel that great to be honest. Um mm. I didn't it, afterwards it was so forgettable. I'm like, "All right, that was it. There's nothing special about this. Cool concept, but I don't think it was executed that that well." Yeah. Um so whoever watched it, if you guys share the same sentiment or not, feel, yeah, feel free know. to let us know. I'm sure you will. All right, on to our next segment, The Crypt. Pretty much these are uh movies that we would like to recommend to people uh watching and also here on the panel. Do you guys have any movies you would like to recommend? Did you guys do your homework? <laughs> well, I was right. like, I've already said it, and only to tease that maybe we'll be talking to some of those people. But um, oh, because I saw an article explain it. Uh, what film festival is it? Damn, nabbit. It. Uh, but it's not open to the public yet. No, well, it's a uh, summer. Sorry. Summer of '84 is premiering at a film festival in Europe, uh, Fright Fest. Uh, next up, Fright Fest Films. Focus number two is follow-up. Sir, uh, Summer of 84. So they're doing a, uh, looks like a European possibly screen. So not here yet, but go see Summer of 84 when, when it, it becomes available. Because it's awesome. And I believe that's awesome. Aug- in, it comes out in August, I believe. Oh, uh, yeah, I think it was August. Oh, I like that. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Tagline, every serial killer lives next door to and someone. And also, we do have the trailer for this movie that we're going to be playing later. T- later, uh, I was going to say later tonight. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will, it's as someone who's seen it, I will confirm, like, this was a really good horror film. And it's it it's good on keeping you guessing. Uh, I talked about it when I came back from Sundance, but since we're talking about it again today, I felt I should give it its praises again. Uh, but yeah, it's, the kids are great. Definitely has that nostalgia vibe to mm-hmm. it. And... I, rewarding of how it all plays out. Okay. Because I don't want to spoil it at all, but like how, you know, because some horror movies are like, they, they have a great to like the three quarter mark and how they end, you're like, eh, but this one, it has a good shocking last uh, act. Right on. Oliver? Yes. Um, well, I would just end, uh, recommend the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003 remake. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people yes. didn't like what, that. Uh, a lot of people like to crap on that one. Who's it's the with leading Jessica lady? Yes, yeah, yeah. she was good in that. I really yeah. don't see why people like just do not like that remake. I think it was a really solid remake. It I was. mean, it did cut out some of iconic some of the iconic things that happened in the original, such as like the dinner scene table or mm-hmm. the dinner uh, scene. Yeah. However, I just really thought it was very well just executed mm-hmm. and I think that people should really check it out because I think it's also some a remake that is uh, overshadowed by the other remakes that came after it which yeah. are horrible <laughs> like there was the Texas Chainsaw like the, the beginning which was supposed to be oh, that prequel yeah. for the remake and it was horrible I think I awful and then there was the Chainsaw like 3D Ugh, years after that oh, boy. horrible here. and I'm thinking oh my god this is just 
crapping, <laughs> try not to curse, crapping on such an iconic horror character yeah. and story. And I and I don't know. I just hope that Leatherface gets like we can't forget about Leatherface, okay? He's an icon. So please. Jumping in the chat there over Anthony. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully if you, if you guys are tuning in live or listening later, watching later, let me know what you think about Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003 yeah. starring Jessica Biel because I really liked it. And a, people, a lot of people say that it was too gory and that ruined the story. I don't oh, know. Like a, a horror movie the, the that's too gory? Cool. It's Chainsaw. First of all, I didn't and think it was... And it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's Come Chainsaw. On. Chainsaw's in the title. And second of all, I didn't even think it was that gory. Mm. Personally. But... We have know. better standards. I remember seeing it when it came out on DVD, when it was, uh, after it was released in theaters and it came out on DVD. Yeah. Um, I loved it. I so watched I was, it over and over again. Yeah, was, it, was a, it, yeah. Was, it was a couple years ago, so I can't remember what I thought oh. about it. I just remember it not being, like, terrible. Yeah. I liked it. But also, and I didn't I liked know what terrible movies were there, back then. There was one scene, though, and I can't remember how it plays out, but I remember, like, he's on the ground and she's near him, and I'm like, kill shot now. Be like, come on, like, or break the leg, something. Uh, well, uh, side note, also, well, uh, Media Shock, who is our friend across the pond, uh, says Summer of 84 is playing, yeah, at this year's Fright mm. Fest, and also pointed Confirm. out Nightbreed is on Amazon, and it's being redone with Barker and Company, so Barker and Co., which, Nightbreed's good. Stop redoing movies. Have you guys seen <laughs> Nightbreed? No. I'm not <gasps> sure. Oh, we should is do a classic. Like it's a, like a no, it's a 80s one, um, and it's monsters. They're no. all different. That They're like cool. mutant monsters. Cool. And there's like different director's cuts and stuff. But anyway. No, I have to check that out. Night hey, wait. Mm-hmm. Quick, quick question. Where can we watch Summer of 84? It's not out yet. But when, when can, when, oh, is it gonna I think be it's going to be coming to theaters. Yeah. Lim- yeah. It might, it might be limited release. Okay. I was wondering. Yeah. Kinda we'll like, definitely let y'all know. Kind of like Revenge. We're also Revenge trying is. to get uh, the, the directors to come in and do uh, an interview with them mm-hmm. and everything. Have them on our show. So we're, we're, we're in uh, talks to do that. So hopefully that'd be fantastic because I'm a huge fan of Turbo Kid and I would love to watch this film as well and have and just nerd out with them. I think it'd yeah. be great. Um, Nightbreed's from 1990. All right. It's really good. Yeah, I have come across it. I just haven't gone around to it True. yet. It's on my radar. Uh, so yeah, real quick, uh, I'm doing my crypt, and uh, again, it's continuing off this little series of trying to bring you some history along with horror. Um, so going off this a specific timeline, so we did uh, the Doctor Cabinet, uh, no, the Cabinet of Doctor Caligari. Sorry, and that was 1919, and then we did the Golem 1920, and now we're doing Nosferatu 1922. Uh, original, it was a German film. It was directed by F.W. Murnau. And it was written by Henrik Galline. And it was actually based off of Bram Stoker's uh, Dracula. But uh, it's it's a funny story. They actually didn't get the licensing for for to actually use uh, Dracula. So they switched up everything. Instead of mm-hmm. it being Count Dracula, it's actually Count um, Ol- Graf Orlok. And the synopsis, real quick, is a real estate agent named Hutter goes to Transylvania to finalize paperwork for a mysterious count named Graf Olaf. Olak, who's on the market to buy a new house. While staying at Orlok's castle, he starts to notice strange occurrences that make him paranoid that the mm-hmm. Count isn't exactly just on the market for a new home. Yeah, and <laughs> it's also... almost I would say it's almost as iconic it's as just the classic super vampire. super iconic. Yeah. It's, it's one of the first depictions of, vampire, of a vampire on film. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, why it's important? Uh, this is this can be dated as like the true start of uh, horror cinema because of how terrifying this movie was when it came out. 
Um, it's also, yeah, the first depiction of vampires. Um, it's one of the best uh, silent horror films that truly terrifies and is really unsettling because some of some of these shots just feel so creepy. Because mm. especially since it's so old, it feels like you're seeing something real. Mm. Like, you know, it feels like someone found this, like, oh, look at this. And then it's like an archival footage of, like, mm-hmm. something real happening. So it's very, it's very, it's very creepy. That's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the essence of the film really lies within uh, Max Schreck's uh, uh, take on Count Orlock, also known as Count Dracula. Yeah, and then also, like, look at him. He's not mm-hmm. he's not a suave vampire. Mm-hmm. He's terrifying looking. He's got sharp nails. He's got sharp teeth. Pointy, oh, he seems, uh, he seems pointy well ears. There. He seems well-dressed, <laughs> yeah. But he looks like a rat-faced mother, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and there's actually Look a reason. There's actually too. a reason as and to like, why he looks kind of like more of like a rat. Um, but yeah, so compared to Bela Lugosi's uh, Dracula, which is also very iconic, Nosferatu is devoid of humanity. Um, he has no class and no aesthetic. He's he's the lethal, ruthless pr- a prowler um, with no charm or wit. And I love that it says that he seizes instead of seduces. Pretty much, he's yeah, he's like the opposite, the antithesis mm-hmm. of what a vampire is today. He's yeah. just like, ugh, like a weird vampire scoundrel. Um, and it's this is a cool fun fact. So the term Nosferatu is actually a modernization of a Slovakian term, uh, Slavonic term. Excuse me, Nosuferatu, um, and that itself is a modernization of the Greek Nosophoros, which means a plague carrier. And so Stoker uses a word in his novel, but the writer Galeen uses it to catalyze a take that in ways is more literal and in uh, in ways more symbolic. So Nosferatu is set in 1838, like the film's uh, universe is 1838 in Bremen, Germany. It's a little, I believe it's a city in Germany. And in, in 1838, that same year, there was an actual plague in that city that broke out and killed numerous citizens. And in the film, Orlock is consist- constantly accompanied by rats, which are like that carry the plague. Mm-hmm. And until he looks mm-hmm. like a rat himself and symbolizes the arrival of an unknown epidemic, which, when eliminated, eliminates the threat of the sinister as well. So it kind of doubles as like this take of, um, of of this plague that befell that town um in 1838 which i thought was really interesting and that pretty much sums up that uh the crypt for nosferatu um it's a great film you should definitely try to catch it um i think you can possibly find it on youtube for free if not there's definitely uh some on amazon that you can find as well to rent it out um if you have those capabilities uh yeah definitely check it out it's um again it is uh silent and also it's not in black and white they they use like some tinted um mm. shots like uh like if it's if it's nighttime it's all blue blued out you know um but yeah definitely have some patience with it and again, ti- intertitle cards, which you just see like the whole thing <laughs> screens so up. Fun, yeah. Stay off your phone when you're watching it. Pretty much, yeah. And <laughs> well, don't lie down. You have to be watching because there's no dialogue. <laughs> yeah. See, it's like that. Like, they have like different filters that they use. Like this is to like symbolize the day, pretty much during the day. Um, yeah, he's he's so creepy in that. It's great. Um, and uh, real quick, if you are uh, listening to us uh, on iTunes after the fact that this is recorded. Please give us a five-star ratings. Uh, we really appreciate the support and the love that that brings us. And also, all you YouTube viewers and uh, uh, who are watching right now and future viewers, please give us those thumbs up and also like the, the video. That would also be awesome. We greatly appreciate it. We love you guys. Um, we do it for the sake of you and also for the sake of just 
sharing our love for horror movies. Yeah. And for the children. We do it for the children. Mostly the children. Of the corn. Okay. <laughs> well, actually, speaking of the chat, Wellington says Nosferatu is a great movie to watch in the dark on a projector. Oh, yeah. That'd so be if fun. You can, if oh, you like can a make live that band. I've, I've seen those. I haven't gone to any, but I've seen it where they advertise, like, they're going to do concert. a silent movie yeah. and they're going to play the music. That's pretty cool. Yes. All right, so that concludes the crypt. Moving on to some news. So, pretty much this little movie called It came out last year. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Made bonkers at the box office. And now, uh, It Chapter 2 is happening, and it started its uh, principal photography. And we, I just wanted to share this uh, neat little photo that they took. It's pretty much, it look, it's it, it's replicating The Last Supper, right? I'm not crazy. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. Right? It's The Last Supper. Has that vibe for sure. Yeah. Okay, that's that's what I thought. But yeah, there they are. James McAvoy, Aww. Bill Hader, Jessica Chastain there on the left. Everyone else in between. I can't remember them off the top of my Can head. Can I just say that I'm so happy that Jessica Chastain is Beverly? Because I feel like I like I fan casted that and like we talked happened. about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, m- months ago. Or mm-hmm. no, that was that was like a dead that was, ringer that was, for that sure. That was like for sure who I wanted. I'm so happy that that's gonna happen. Yep. So I just want to share this and also a reminder: it's set to re- be released September 6, 2019. So next oh. year. All right, moving on. So another picture that we got going on. Uh, this one's really great. So it's the Glass poster. Boom. Oh, it looks so cool. last week, M. Night Shyamalan tweeted out the first poster for Glass, and it does not disappoint. I love it. I love how you can see them sitting down, but then also the, uh, mm. on the reflection, you can see like their full bodies. And McAvoy just looks jacked. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so ripped. Bruce Willis looks dope as heck, too, in that raincoat, that iconic raincoat from Unbreakable. And also, Mr. Glass, Samuel Jackson, all the mm-hmm. way on the left. Ah, it's, I'm surprised he's standing, because, yeah, he's usually in the wheelchair. But, yeah, um, so this will have to hold us over until mm-hmm. um, later this month, because apparently, yeah, M. Night Shyamalan has tweeted that there will be a presence of class at cam at Comic Con mm-hmm. and he, I know Cammy Can Oh darling. Um and he says that uh there's gonna be a little surprise, which I'm guessing trailer. It's not a surprise. Yeah. Not much yeah. of a surprise there, but if if there's more than a trailer, then oh, okay, cool. But yeah, it's set to be released January eighteenth, twenty nineteen. So we can start off our twenty nineteen year right off the bat with some That's some cool. horror. That's sooner I, than I expected. Right? Cool. Yeah. I'm ready. So I'm I'm pretty psyched for that. I cannot wait. Hit us up what you guys think of the poster in the chat. I think it captures what this uh, film is going for, really. Um, All right, moving on. So, oh, this is a fun little... I'm not sure if this is really considered news. I just thought it was pretty funny. And I wanted to share it with people. Hmm. So I'm a huge fan of the original Suspiria. Um, And uh, so Luca Guadagnino... Yeah, um, he's Italian. It's very hard to say. Yeah, so pretty much Luca Guadagnino, who is the director of Call Me By Your Name and how successful that was. He is uh, he is directing the Suspiro remake, and that's coming out later this year, which is November 2nd of this year. But uh, ahead of that, he wanted to share this his, his little film with a, a little buddy of his named uh, Quentin Tarantino. Mm. And uh, we got we got some quotes about what happened after Tarantino saw it. He hated it. No, I'm kidding. He didn't hate it. So so this is uh, Luca saying, <clears throat> I showed it to Quentin Tarantino. We've been friends since our jury, du- jury duty at the Venice Film Festival. I was very nervous but eager to hear his advice. We saw it as hi- as, at his place and his reaction warmed me. 
His enthusiasm—he's he was enthusiastic about it, and in the end, he was crying and hugged me. Oh, wow! <laughs> you can't cry during horror movies. You can't because it was hereditary. so amazing. Oh, thank you. And the filmmaker, Italian filmmaker, also added, because it's a horror movie, but also a melodrama, my goal was to make you look at the horror without being able to take your eyes off the screen, because you're captivated by the characters. Amazon is very happy, and I'm pretty happy, too, Mm -hmm. from where it stands. It made Quentin Tarantino cry. He looks like a hard mofo. Yeah. You know, hard as a rock. Then again, he is an artist. Who knows? Um, um, It's definitely going to make me cry, probably. I'm all for it. Um, I cannot... (laughs) wait for this movie to come out this is like my next big like horror movie i'm looking mm-hmm. forward to it sucks it's not till november but that's okay well i guess i'm looking forward to cold skin too i actually read the book on that <laughs> um but yeah anyways that's not neither here nor there um what's your excitement levels here i guess i haven't seen suspiria huh no <laughs> <laughs> just was like a unison. no <laughs> and the same Wayne kind of tone fantastic. we're like in I the know. chat Who's seen Suspiria? Are you ready for this new take on it? I am. I'm excited. I'm here I, for it. Are I you going to cry? Say, yeah, I will say that it's very surprising that it made someone like Quentin Tarantino cry. Right? For him to be as so hard, someone that you cannot read. So that says a lot about the film, and I'm excited to see it. But first, I will definitely I want to watch the, the original. original first. Oh, man. All right. I'm going to try to hold the screening then. Um, Do that. Watch a lot. With the con guys. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be, oh, that'd be cool. No, I want to watch in the theater. The original? Yeah. Oh, okay. Are they doing a re-release? Oh no, uh, the oh. home theater. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, so. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? All right. So this next one. So real quick. Um, this is interesting. So what if uh, animals one day became intelligent beings and they started to talk mm-hmm. and they decided what? to mm-hmm. rise against their longtime <laughs> oppressors, the humans? Um, oh. Yeah. Sounds interesting, Still right? Still super interested. Yes. Okay, so apparently there's a comic book series about it uh, by Aftershock. It's called Animosity. Um, it's about an 11 year old uh, girl named Jessie who, with her devoted dog Sandor, began a cross country journey from New York to San Francisco to find the only person who might be able to protect and save them. So, mm-hmm. and that's the premise. Pretty much, animals gain intelligence. They learn how to talk. They rise up against the humans. And then she's just alone with her dog, and she's trying to make her way across country. Do you know if they stay regular, or do they go anthropomorphic? As in, do they start, like, walking on two legs? Yeah. Um, at, from what I saw, uh, pictures of the comic, they were still on all four okay, legs. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's but they were, amazing. like, beefed up with, like, armor, and they had, like, yeah. weapons See, attached to them. See, I would rather them, and, like, that. Like, it's weird. And they can talk. Yeah. Oh my God. So cool. Right? Wait, can humans hear them then, too? Yeah. Yeah, humans okay. can hear them. So well, this th- is, uh, it's, uh, like, wicked, because wicked animals talk, but there's a difference between animals and animals animals like lowercase and uppercase uppercase Rude. meant that they were uh intelligent and they could right. talk and communicate and then there were animals that existed that were like the same species but were not so i'm like ooh, this sounds so interesting so it's a horror version of wicked pretty much yeah no <laughs> um yeah same so, family so and also the book is written by margaret uh Bennett and illustrated by rafael del de la torre and it's actually being adapted to film by legendary entertainment which acquired nice. the worldwide rights to this to make this uh, a film so yeah so this is going to be a movie (laughs) so yeah if you if you guys are interested in 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 that premise and you want to like watch or read more or i mean find more of it pretty much just look it up on amazon or look it up wherever you can find wherever you find books at a comic book store or whatever um just look up animosity clever name 
Um, and uh, yeah, you can you can find the series there and read all about it before the movie comes out, which I'm yeah. sure will be coming out within the next two, three years or so. And with movies like Mowgli, Jungle Book, and mm-hmm. they've been doing, you know, uh, animated animals better and better. Yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah. Did you that see Okja? Cool. Okja on Netflix? Okja? Yeah. yeah. That was fantastic. That. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I love Jake Gyllenhaal in that movie, oh too. That's why I think he'd be great as a, what was it? As a Mysterio? Yeah, anyway, that's neither here. Nor <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got some new casting news for Dr. Dr. Sleep. Dr. Dr. Sleep. So that's uh, pretty much, you guys know, that's a, uh, it's the sequel to uh, The Shining. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's going to be Rebecca Ferguson has joined the cast. I believe we have a picture. So that's her in Life right there. And mm. um, yeah, so she was recently in the, the sci-fi thriller Life alongside Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal. And I also have another picture just looking normal and also More very sexy. gorgeous. Yeah, yes. dressed up there. Um, yeah, and she'll be playing the antagonist Rose O'Hara. Mm. So she's a baddie. Mm. Okay, she looks perfect right there. She looks yeah. <laughs> like that's right Nice there. villainess. <laughs> yes. She can be bad all she wants. <laughs> um, so, uh, so this is what interested me was her name is Rose O'Hara, right? Mm-hmm. And in the synopsis uh, or like the description we read um, about mm-hmm. a week ago, it says... Uh, so towards the end, it says that uh, who he must he must save the little girl um, after he discovers her life is being threatened by a tribe of paranormals led by a man named Rose the Hat, Rose the Hat, and also oh. Rose O'Hara. Hmm. Hmm. But also says it's a man, hmm, but she's a woman. Hmm. Yeah. What? Rose the Hat. Yeah. So I'm guessing maybe Rose the Hat and Rose O'Hara are a item, a thing, a couple, maybe. Or, maybe, or people are mistaking, uh, like a mistaken identity, like they assume that's a different person. Possibly. And maybe they're the same people. Yeah, so this is open to speculation, because pretty much, yeah. like, it, like, is she with a mysterious man, and, like, he loves her so much that she named his, like, evil alter ego, Rose the Hat, after her or name, she Rose? Just simply, or is that just one thing? She's mm-hmm. She is the one and only villain, so that's... That's true, mm, yeah. Interesting. Maybe she can... I don't Yeah, who knows? But yes, but it does say led by a man named Rose the Hat. Uh, but who knows? That could already be misleading. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Maybe they're trying to swerve us, trying mm-hmm. to trick us There's here. Some trickery going on for yes. sure, absolutely. What do you guys think out in the chat? Um, her name's her character name is Rose O'Hara, the uh, the man who leads the paranormals that Danny will be going up against is named Rose the Hat. Oh, oh, so anyone's read the book, that'd be great too, actually. <laughs> it's been five years. Wellington in the chat says, the, the Overlook Hotel creeps me out. Media Shock says, to do great. The Shining is a big ask. Now this makes me go, no. So mm. apparently you're not excited about the next one. Oh, that's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm excited. Like, sure, why not? Yeah, I love The Shining. It already sounds very interesting with the group of paranormals. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, what does that mean? Because mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't know anything about the book, clearly. I didn't even know there was a sequel to The Shining. Like yeah, I said same. Previous episode, yeah. But. yeah, it was released in 2013. Um, and, yeah, it's very interesting, too, because it's such a weird, like, out-of-left-field kind of sequel for me, mm-hmm. personally. Because it's like, The Shining's so... Like, you would never consider, like, oh, yeah, there's a sequel to The Shining. Like, let's mm-hmm. make it. It's like, what? No, you you wouldn't do that. But now it's... Mm-hmm. I think it's just been so long that we've heard anything from that realm of The Shining that it's okay to be like, mm-hmm. all right, Dr. Sleep. Yeah, sure. Like, mm-hmm. let's do it. Not related to that movie specifically, but Edgar in the chat points out uh, for the actress, she said, she's beautiful and she's amazing in Mission Impossible. 
Oh, which one? The well, she's one? the first one. She's or? no, she's in the newest. Yeah, the newest one coming out. She's kind of oh, the she's bad in the newest lady. one. Oh, so cool. She, yeah, she's good. She's at the one it. who's like gonna shoot him when she's on the oh, motorcycle. You're right. You're right. She's yeah, like, yeah. don't make me come after you. Or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. Also, she already has that experience of being like yes. the villain. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Good for her. Well, yeah, that's cool. Um, I don't think she's a, like a super antagonist. Uh, never mind. I'm not gonna get into what I think. <laughs> yeah. Mission Impossible. Too many theories. <laughs> but honestly, that 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 trailer is so cool. Like that's one of my favorite trailers I've seen of the year. Uh, For Mission Impossible. The new. Have you seen that trailer? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Way too it much. Looks and some great. guy next to me in the movie theater gets so excited and verbally was like, "Oh, it's like <laughs> he's talking about it and it's hilarious." Dude, when Henry Cavill like cocks oh, his arm, that, yeah. I'm like, I saw the yeah. Yeah. That, that was, was like, a pretty cool. Show. Yeah, that I was seen it. Cool. Way too many times. I'm yeah, and then the song, oh, it's, it's magnifique. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyways, uh, we gotta get through this. Uh, so real quick, we got longer stories here. So pretty much, um, that, that one dude, Jared Leto, or Leto, or mm-hmm. however you want to pronounce his name, um, he's he's been cast in the movie uh, for Morbius, mm-hmm. and this is a, a spinoff of the Spider-Man universe. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like they're creating their own like dark universe in the Spider Verse kind of mm-hmm. thing because like Venom is is he was an interesting character in Morbius because he, he wasn't like out. I'm sorry what are you doing <laughs> I got excited because <laughs> I was like I watched the cartoons that was my jam no yeah I remember he had okay, the blood, he had the blood suckers yes. yeah what was it yeah thanks um, Venom yeah they're doing oh yeah Sinister Six <laughs> Venom's gonna lead into a Sinister Six movie which makes me believe that he's possibly gonna be part of the Sinister Six then which uh, I'm okay with sure mm. um, but yeah so it's gonna be directed by Daniel Espinosa and he will be playing a scientist in who in trying to find a cure for a rare blood disease accidentally transforms himself into a living vampire though disgusted by his own bloodlust he chooses to prey upon criminals he deems unworthy of life which is very extreme and, um, yeah, so, again, they're trying to establish a, like, weird dark universe with the Sinister Six supervillain movie. Um, and it's set to be filming th- later this year, somewhere in that 2019. And also, the picture that you've been seeing is an artist rendition of Boss Logic. It is nothing official. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, an artist's vision of what Jared Leto could look like as Morbius. And that looks freaking sick as but it, it's not confirmed yet that he is morbius yeah it's officially not confirmed that mm-hmm. he's morbius but he's been wonder... cast in the movie morbius and he's got that hair so <laughs> i mean but why wouldn't they just say go out and say like oh this he is in fact morbius i think because in this in this industry like people like hound you down if you say if you say it, like if it's like an actual thing they'll be like it's not confirmed yet even though mm. it's like 99.99 percent i just sure. think that's so stupid yeah, i feel this, like that would, draw, it would draw even more buzz like that, there, oh, he is announced. So, like, let's get on this. Let's, you know. There's a guy in the comments like three weeks ago who said, "Don't say this is confirmed. Don't say, oh yeah, don't say Ewan McGregor is confirmed as Danny for Doctor Sleep." And I was like, "What?" And I sent him three articles. I was like, do you want more? Like, there's there's three art. There's more than the ten articles out there saying it's good. Um, thank you for keeping us on track, uh, Steve. And next up, we got John. Kr- okay, so pretty much, it's just a reassurance that John Krasinski is going to be involved to some capacity mm-hmm. with the uh, A Quiet Place sequel, as he should, as he should be, yes. as his tradition. Absolutely, yeah. That's one of those like, uh, what? No, you wouldn't do that, right? Him yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so Platinum Dooms producer Andrew Andrew, uh, what's his name? Andrew Form does does say he goes quote, oh Krasinski. 
Wachowski is definitely involved. We're lucky on this one. I've had movies where the studio says, here's your date, let's go. And on this one, we're not, which is also uh, out of quote. Uh, this is just another point to make, that they're taking their time with this film. And he, go- he goes on to say, we're going to take our time. We're going to figure out where to go, but there is no rush on it. And we're just starting to talk about it. We're figuring out what everyone's involvement is going to be and what the actual next movie is going to be. The first one is so special to us that we really want to take our time with this and not rush anything and i say bravo superb i enjoy i really like that i support that Mm -hmm. um this uh the first one was so special to try to even recreate this uh recreate what the first one did is a monumental task um that's set upon them so they should take as much time as as they need Mm -hmm. um and that's that's that what do you guys think about that or uh, also morbius going back to morbius as well i think it's better not to rush a film like me Get get all the difficulties, all the problems you were thinking about beforehand out of the way and then move forward instead of like, let's rush and then, oh, how do we fix all this? Right. I yeah, I still think that A Quiet Place, just the first one, first installment, still needs to get as much as much love and attention before you move directly on to like, the sequel, too. Yeah. it's such a good film. Who knows? Maybe it'd be an Oscar contender. I, I would doubt love that. it, but maybe. Yeah. I would love that. I, as long as there's one genre film in, <laughs> for Oscar contention, yeah, there will I'm be. be like, there win be. again. <laughs> there will be. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, so that's that. And also, John Krasinski's like super busy working on, um, was it the Jack Ryan, I believe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Is it the show? That's part of Amazon. Amazon? Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Cool. They're going to be at Comic Con. They're going to be at Comic Con. Like that. Mm hmm. So that that's that about does it for uh, for news for today. Um, and now we're just gonna with our remaining time, we're gonna check out some trailers. Did Ooh. you guys watch any of these trailers ahead of time? Some of them. Okay, let's do yeah. that. <laughs> so, or let's see. Remind. So me. we're just gonna show two, but I do have four I want to mention. But this one right here is the summer of '84 trailer. Let it ride. I'm always curious how they advertise it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I haven't seen the trailer, so I want to see how they advertise it. Right? Yeah. Um, So. Because some movies you're like, why did you tell everybody all that? Yeah. So, set in the 80s, we got that synth wave. Yeah! Yeah. (laughs) I love it already. (laughs) That Miami Vice feel, baby! The milk cartons. I know, the milk cartons. They did such a good job with their props, their wardrobe. I love the cover where it's like the milk carton, the missing face is like a skull face. Yes. That's so cool. (laughs) I'm guessing it's going to be one of those like, my neighbors uh, might be a killer kind of Mm -hmm. movie. Don't correct me if I'm wrong, Carrie, because I don't... Good, good. Don't say anything. (laughs) I just like like they keep you guessing in a good way. Yeah, so... um, So, yeah, the filmmaking collective Francois Simard, Anouk Wissel, and Johan Carl Wissel are rewinding a little further back in time for the summer of 84. And uh, definitely aiming at that nostalgic sweet spot they got, they want to hit... so here's a little summary of this. So, the perfect time to be 15 years old and free. But when neighborhood conspiracy theorist Davy Armstrong begins to suspect his police officer neighbor might be a serial killer all over the local news, he and his best friends, three best friends, begin an investigation that soon turns dangerous. Boogity boogity. And yeah, let's just keep watching because it's great. Even serial killers live next door to somebody. 
Oh, <laughs> good timing. Oh. And something kind of really special about this uh, trio August of directors. 10th. One, oh, August tenth, perfect. Not eighth. Sorry. Um, it one. It's the fact that it's three directors, and I'm like, that's amazing that you can all work together. So it's yeah, a brother collective. and sister, and then the sister's husband, that's and they awesome. all work together. That's really cool, yeah. actually. Yep, and I believe they go by RKSS. SS, yeah. yeah. So those are those are the filmmakers that we would love to have on the show. Again, we're still in the talks of that. And if it does happen, it would be happening probably towards the end of this month. So stay tuned for our show and we'll probably mm-hmm. have them on. It'll be yeah. really great. <laughs> and also, I'm definitely going to catch our movie in theaters when it comes out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Next one up is a Red Band trailer. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Book of Monsters. This one looks fun as Hey. Midnight, okay. Damn, I want to quiet with those girls. Yeah, sounds like it is British, night. yeah, or English. Um, so this movie is called Book of Monsters, and it is a crazy, gory looking. It just looks great. It's a pretty much is like six. There's specifically six monsters that crash this party, and the birthday girl who just recently turned 18 um has to fight him off with uh she just gets a ragtag team together of other girls at the party and they start fighting off these monsters nice and this guy gets ripped in (laughs) viewer discretion is advised sorry you saw the red band trailer come on you saw the red band don't show us everything Oh, it's so good. I like the music on this yeah. one, too. This also kind of has a nostalgia vibe, yeah. too. Yeah. So this is actually... Uh, world premiere is going to be August 25th at the uh, Fright Fest that's happening in London. <laughs> and it's directed by Stuart Spark. And it's featuring Lindsay C- Crane, Mikaela Logden, Lizzie Stanton, and Nicholas Vince from Hellraiser and Nightbreed. Oh, my God. Little gnomes! Yay! Little gnomes, right? Oh, yeah. Bloody gnomes. <laughs> So it pretty much says, Sophie's 18th birthday party becomes a bloodbath when six terrifying creatures descend upon her house, intent on devouring the the party guests and killing anyone who tries to leave. As her school friends are torn apart and eaten, Sophie must must rally a band of misfits and take up arms to send their party crashes back to hell. Mm. To survive the night, Sophie will face her destiny. Monsters are real, and she's the only one who can stop them. Oh, there's also a really great picture of uh, a, a great picture of the poster. I didn't I didn't include it because it was too late, and I just don't want to go back and add it in. But the the poster looks so cool as well. Very like '80s nostalgia feel of like just monster mayhem. Sweet. And uh, so those are the two trailers that we will show you. But on top of that, I want to do like an on- honorable mention since we don't have time to show the other two. But I'll definitely recommend watching the trailer for Cold Skin, which is coming. Uh, it's being released, I believe, in August. And also, or September, I can't remember. And also, another one called Momento um, Momento Mori, which is about a a uh, about a um, uh, like a lady who goes who's in a coma, but she relives the incident to what led her to being in a in a coma. Hmm. Yeah. So check those out. And also, uh, last but not least, we got our quick fan shout-outs. If you want to shout-out people in the chat room. Yes. Uh, thank you very much for joining us live. Uh, we got Media Shock, Edgar Alves, uh, Wellington. And I was like, somebody else was here earlier. But Don't they forget Derek much. Hogan. Derek Hogan. Derek Hogan, Did yes. he recommend anything? And then, uh, no, they were okay. quiet. Well, 
and I, then I challenged uh, you. Ooh, yeah, because we will call you all out because this is part of it. We just shocked Derek Hogan. Uh, I think that's everybody who said. Right Sorry on. if I didn't see your name, but thank and you very also, much for watching live. And also last week, uh, we had Wellington Smithopolis. Yes. Um, uh, who commented, said that he had fun watching live, and then he went to go see Turbo Kid after he, saw, he stopped watching us, which mm-hmm. I thought was great. We also had Woo Boy. <laughs> he, that's his name. Um, he said, uh, oh yeah, so he mentioned that for him, his original female badass is Sigourney Weaver. Yes. Oh, when I said it was, uh, it it was, oh my god, I'm blanking on her name right oh, now. No, 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 no. It's Terminator, uh, Linda Hamilton. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. That's for me personally, it was because yeah. like, I grew up watching well, it's what, that. what, your first kid, one? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was for her. It's she who's was, your first. Yeah. She, she's my first. <laughs> also, uh, TJ Watson, who was like, wave. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Yeah. Well, everybody, that concludes our show for this week. We got to wrap it on up because then we got through everything, which is great. Um, so, uh, again, you can find me everywhere at TonyBTony underscore. It's on. It's, it's it's right under me. Just find me on that. It's I'm actually on Twitter and on Instagram, whatever floats your boat. <laughs> if you want to try to find me on Facebook, I, I, I guess. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, but you can find me here uh, every week, 4 p.m. I love horror movies, and I hope you love them too. Hey guys, I'm Oliver Drennan. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer, and you can check me out on Thursdays on AfterBuzz TV for the Cloak & Dagger After Show. We have a very special guest this week, so tune Ooh. in. Hey! <laughs> and my name's Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. Make sure to be following me because I'm going to Anime Expo this weekend and covering that, so you're going to want to be stu- stay tuned for all that exciting news. hey Alright. Play to the wide. All right, everybody. Have a great, have a great show. Have a great day. <laughs> have a great week. Go watch some horror movies. I'll see y'all next week. We'll see y'all next week. Peace yeah. out. See ya. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.